like letting go is obviously easier said than done context dependent um even if it's like an audit right like even if it's like okay like what is not serving me right look into the aspect of uh, certain like social relationships that are no longer like the ones for you are there romantic relationships that or like elements of romantic relationships that are not serving you are there your own habits that are no longer serving you so just even if it's like just taking a look and doing an audit and seeing okay like what is working for me and what isn't like what can I shed off to evolve and be a better version of myself All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of China 20s. My name is Pallavi. And my name is Sharon. And we're back. Yes, we are. Okay, so it is sunny outside today. Yes. We are going to have a mini, not, I'm going to say, I'm going to call it like a therapeutic session because we both have, I have my incense burning. You have your candle burning. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, because today we are going to be talking about letting go in our 20s. Is that, yes, is that we a, are. Yeah, that, that was perfect. That was so good. I'm like invigorated by that introduction. Uh, we are indeed talking about letting go in our 20s and letting go entails many things. It entails letting go of people, letting go of things, habits, and letting go Careers. of general yeah generally things that no longer are able to serve you or are causing you a lot of distress you know so that's what we'll be talking about but before we dive into that what are we sipping on today Sharon okay so today so i know i've been on my cardamom chai mm-hmm. we're switching it up we got this instant masala chai um it's unsweetened so i added a little bit of honey to it and she's doing what she needs to do so that is what we're sipping that. on today. <laughs> That's so good. What are you sipping on? I have um, a shot of espresso poured over ice that I bought because I don't have an espresso maker. And then I came home and I got this like pea milk, like PEA milk. Okay. <laughs> and I basically frothed it with maple syrup and poured it on top. So it looks like really cute, right? Like a cloud on top type of thing. That's so cute. And that's so um, smart. Wait, what, can you I explain what pea milk is? No. I went to oh. Farm Boy and just got it. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it made from peas? Like, I'm so Probably. intrigued. Yeah, okay. I'll, I didn't I just, get milk out of peas. But... They can make milk out of anything. Have you heard about the milk cow? Cow, Definitely. whatever? No. Okay, apparently it's a thing that you can just like put any- things in and it makes like milk out of- for you. I was like going to say she- cash cow, but it's not called that yet. It's like, <laughs> you could buy it. It's a, it's a something. I'm going to look this up because it's going to bother me. Okay, interesting. I swear it's a thing. Oh, plant-based nut maker. It's called an almond cow is what it's called. Mm-hmm. I was very mm-hmm. off. Yeah. That's, hey, you know what? I was going to say somewhat close, but I was like, I, I can't help you here. There was a cow. And that <laughs> is all I was thinking of. Yes. Um... I was like, oh, I don't know. This is also kind of timely, like me thinking about it. It's like we're also ending the summer season. We're entering fall, you know, so we're entering Libra season. That is my season. (laughs) I love Libra season. If people don't know, I'm a Libra and I am a big B-Day person. Like I just feel like birthdays are your own personal new year and it's like about you. So 
whereas like a new year is about everybody it's for everybody but this is like for me many other millions of people also born on the same day however in my circle it's about me because i don't know anybody born on the same day as me and i'd like to keep it that way (laughs) yes libra season is upon us and i think for me this season's always about balance and you know like i'm not big into horoscopes but i love to just slide in that i'm a libra like i don't think that horoscopes dictate who you are as a person but it's like a fun thing to have Mm -hmm. in the back burner and talk about and it's always a conversation starter in my world and it's just I don't know I like you think about the qualities it kind of talks about it's usually positive for me um so I just you know it's about being balanced it's about focusing on ourselves and that's what we're doing this October I think absolutely that's the vibe and I think one more thing I wanted to bring it to light before we get started on our letting go is like today's also uh National Truth and Reconciliation Day so just a reminder that we are on Indigenous land and you know, in whatever ways we can, remembering that, showing support, um, whether it be wearing that orange t-shirt today, reading up on it more, um, understanding what you can do in terms of supporting. Um, Yeah, so I think that was something to also just bring in light and hopefully people are remembering and, you know, looking into it and doing their research as well. So absolutely. And beyond research, it's almost... um... Like there's a lot of stuff out there that you can read, lots of reports. There's the calls to action that I highly encourage people to read. Um, And there's also a report around missing and murdered Indigenous women and youth. So that's also something that I highly encourage people to check out. There are also summaries available online and perhaps, um, Sharon, we can post some resources on our stories and um, allow people to kind of seek out more kind of validated information. But there's a real problem in Canada, right? And I think... I, as an immigrant to this country, like need to also acknowledge that this is stolen lands, right? Mm. Like this isn't like I am in somebody else's space and I'm grateful for that every single day. But unfortunately, the Canadian government hasn't been and they have, you know, continued on oppression, mm-hmm. both in very kind of um public ways I would say if you think about the incarceration system the healthcare system but also kind of you know under the wraps of trying to do better and and help them with things like going into communities and giving them things that they never asked for right like residential schools are a great example for that and this is definitely something I'm passionate about so I can go on forever but um, I think you should seek out sources and seek out indigenous voices because I think that's the best way for everybody to learn and we can definitely direct you to those sources absolutely yeah, I'm glad that you also brought up the whole public system side of things, especially when it comes to healthcare and stuff like that. And voices matter. And that's something I think, especially, like you said, we're children of immigrant parents. Um, it's also part of our story, you know, to make sure that we're educated in this area as well and not ignorant to it either, you know, like try your best not to have a blind eye towards these um, issues because they are very real and they're impacting people around you. So absolutely, that is our little just a little tidbit, I guess, um, part of our reflective episode here today. So um, kind of starting off this reflection, we're going to kick it off with what does letting go mean to you in the context of your 20s and why is it important, Pauly? Wow. Um, Yes, the big question right off the bat. Um, Okay, so let's see. I think that like the 20s can be like a time of instability in a way, right? Because like in, in like before that before your 20s your majority like for a lot of us again this is like a privileged perspective in that way where like you live with your parents like you go to high school like it's very much so 
you're still under the wing of that particular kind of life of having parents and family look out for you. But then as you get deeper into your 20s, like you're getting into the workplace, you're getting into relationships, you're meeting friends and people are coming and going. Like there's a lot more instability in a way, right? Where things aren't as set out, like you have to forge your own path. And for a lot of people, the path that you forge out in your 20s, 30s is what is kind of the trajectory moving forward, right? And that might mean like getting into a stable relationship, finding your person. It means that like solidifying your friend group that's going to be with you throughout your lifetime. It might mean figuring out like your career. And that's not to say people can't make decisions or choices and make changes later down the line. But that's just, I think, what happens for the majority of people. So I think in terms of letting go in our 20s, it's finding your peace going through your 20s with an open mind. And I find that earlier on in my 20s, I think I was a very different person when it came to letting go. I think I had a much more difficult time because we're still determining like our own value to ourselves, right? And I think it's so easy to get hyper-focused on like what somebody else feels about me. Like, why did this person leave me? Why did this person not respond? When in fact, like most of the times it's probably not about you, first of all. And second of all, even if it is, then that's like their loss. So I think now I'm kind of more in the mindset that if like something doesn't work out or if somebody leaves or if an opportunity doesn't work out, I'm just being guided a different way. And that's mm-hmm. totally okay. And I think all of that has come from spending more time with myself, getting to know myself more and recognizing that I am completely happy in my own company. So I think that's what letting go means having this evolution of maybe being unsure and almost insecure at the start to evolving to be this person who is more self-assured who is confident who is able to be happy and that's not to say I don't have my sad moments or or feel down when things don't work out I do but then I think I move on much quicker or I get up much quicker so that's what letting go means to me (laughs) how about you um pretty similar I think one thing that I kind of kept replaying in my head from what you were saying is understanding that in your 20s or in like moving forward even like you can't be so set in your ways like you have to be willing to adapt to new situations to new scenarios um I think our generation specifically like even if we think externally right we had the pandemic come in for us that shifted so much in terms of the way that we grew in terms of the way that we self-evaluated looked at ourselves. like we really had to isolate and reflect on our own um but that could have also impacted us in different ways because you know now we're back in the world again and like you know how how do we see ourselves how do you see other people it's like in a weird way like when you think of snakes like shedding their skin and it's like similar to us like you're kind of shedding yourself you're letting go you're moving forward um and it's like what you said it's like it can, the human aspect of it, yeah, it it can be very challenging. It can be hard. And I think the important thing is to like sit with it, understand the feelings that you have, validate yourself. Um, And others will validate you too, but also it's more important for you to be like so confident in who you are and, you know, sure in who you are, that you are being guided. You are being guided in different ways, whether it be in your career, whether it be in relationships, and that you know what you really sometimes do just have to trust yourself you have to trust god you have to trust the universe and move forward with that because you're ever evolving you know so letting go really is like like that sigh of release like you know that's why i think even when you told me this morning like you did breath work i was like i love that because you know something as simple as just breathing is like you're letting go and you're getting in new air and then you're letting go again right like you're constantly breathing in and breathing out and that in itself is 
action of like let it like you know accepting and letting go and that's why i think sighs are like actually it's one of my really good friends like she'll do this thing where she'll like let out a big sigh and oh my god what's going on are you like is there something she's like no like sometimes i just need to release you know it doesn't mean that i'm upset it's just i just need to release i just need to let go and sometimes like i realized i was like wow like even down to us breathing is a weird way of just letting go i don't know it was a long rant but i was just no, like i love that it was just I something as simple as breathing is letting go for sure we do that like in yoga like we all like breathe in together mm-hmm. and sigh together to feel connected mm-hmm. but then also like let go of things that maybe we don't want to bring into that practice sound like a yoga girl but i don't i go like once a week okay like let's not pretend i'm like a full-on yoga girl but it's just like a restorative kind of practice like i don't necessarily go for the exercise but that's besides the point but i definitely agree like something as simple as breath work i think we can like incorporate the idea of letting go in like simple ways into our lives it doesn't always have to be like a big kind of crazy ending to stuff and i really like the point about you talking about the humanity of of it all right like we're allowed to feel sad like of course it feels shitty when you have to let go and when you feel like you've been slighted at times like I think you're allowed to be sad but I think it's about the fact that like you're able to move forward and I go through this where like like one of the days like I was really sad about having to like let go about something and it's always harder when you don't have closure and you're like confused and that's fine but then like I like had a little moment about it a little like a little cry and then like the next day I was so happy and I was so relieved because I had like given myself the space to feel those emotions and have those human feelings and I'm historically known to be someone who pushes those human feelings aside like I don't want to feel sad over people like I just think that it's unnecessary for me to like feel things so I think it's like been a lot of growth in terms of letting go by allowing myself to feel those emotions but then there's also a balance between like do those emotions now take over your life whereby you're no longer functional or are you able to like feel those things let it be have a good support system that can perhaps help you get through it and then move on right like Mm -hmm. it's hard and it's always harder when like there isn't closure but I'd love to get your thoughts like do you find that there's a difference between your ability to let go when there is closure versus when there isn't and like what role do you think a support system plays in either one of those situations or scenarios Asking the tough questions as well. It's like one of those episodes. it right back. Oh my god. Um, closure. Okay. Yeah, it's. Oh my god, my voice going high pitch. <laughs> You're I, like, I have a lot to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, truthfully, this is something I go back and forth with you, with my friends. Um, I don't have a direct answer, if I'm being completely honest. Um, I think closure is important, but I also feel like sometimes you're not gonna get closure and you are gonna have to figure out how you can get closure yourself. And I think that is the most challenging thing I've had to do, if I'm being completely honest. Um, And on top of that, I think it's because we as humans, we as people in our 20s, it's like what you said, right? Like, I think we do a good job of trying to like, it's like you have a bit of hope, but you're also like building into your future, right? You build this whole picture of like what the future could potentially look like. So now when that's stripped away from you, that's when you also kind of have to like, holy shit, like you kind of wake up and you're like, okay, this is something I need to let go of, but how can you let go of something that you really built up and potentially saw a future for, right? Whether that be career, whether that be relationships, whether that be friendships, regardless, you built that up you saw a future with it and so when it comes to time to let go 
closure might actually really come down to you, right? And like sometimes it can be you journaling, sometimes it can be you genuinely directly like talking to that person. It can be silence, you know? So I think with closure also comes with what you were talking about earlier, which is like maintaining your peace. You know, I think that's also really hard, especially for those of us, I'm going to say, who are very empathetic, you know, and, you know, we carry a lot, right? So I think that's something where it's like, how do you find the balance of getting closure, maintaining peace, and letting go? And I think that's something that is messy, that is hard, and, you know, we're going to fall and we're going to have those hopefully around us to pick us back up again. And like, you're gonna have moments of weaknesses is, and then you're gonna be like, okay, who can I like, you know, message quickly to like, keep me accountable or whatever the case might be. Like, I think those three kind of like coincide, like where it's like closure, peace and letting go. So I think truthfully speaking, some people get closure, some people don't, some people need it, some people don't, right? And so I think it is very different for every single person in their twenties, but I think it's kind of finding that balance between the three and what works for you. Right. And I think that's where it always comes down. It's like, these are all going to be like individualized to you and how you handle and deal with things. Cause at the end of the day, we all get advice from our friends. We are good at being like, Hey, what do you think about the situation? And we get different voices. Sometimes it might be a bad idea to get so many different voices. Sometimes it might be a good thing to get so many different voices, but at the end of the day, like coming from our perspective, we use those data points, we collect it. At the end of the day, you're the one who has to make that decision yourself. Right. Like, you see what's worked from other people and then you kind of have to like either learn from their lessons or decide to make the same mistake again right like i think the good thing about having people around you is also kind of learning from okay these are real life people these are real life lessons that they also went through do i really want to make the same mistake again because they're telling me like hey i went through this like i don't know if this is a good idea or hey at the end of the day we can advise you but it's up to you right so at the end of the day, we all have to make our own mistakes. We all have to learn. And sometimes we do have to make our own mistakes in order for us to learn our own lessons, right? Sometimes we might not really learn from someone else's lesson. And again, that's okay too. I think that's part of being in your 20s, right? But at the end of the day, like, I think I remember reading this post where it was like, especially if we're talking about other people, it's like their lack of energy or their lack of care towards you is also a form of closure, right? Like, so even in that sense like i think that's also closure like you know you're not hearing back from that job or you're not hearing back from your sibling whatever it might be like that is a form of closure so i think at the end of the day it's like how you see it and how you move forward but also verbally talking about it whether it be with your therapist whether it be with your friends like i think you being self-aware about it you realizing and then watching yourself kind of go through it and like you just mentioned right now you know like you had a moment right? But then you sat in it and you move forward and now you feel better. You know that you did better, but that's not to say that you're not going to have a moment about this again next week and think about it, right? Like we're only I'd human. rather not. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, I would rather not. It's embarrassing. I actually saw a TikTok of a girl who was like crying over like a boy and like a breakup and like she reposted six months ago and she was like, what was this? This is so embarrassing, but I'm so happy that she like recorded herself in the moment and like it just shows so much growth in terms of like where her kind of priorities were at the time but I think 
you're right in terms of like that uncertainty like you build up this whole idea you build up like a future around something and it's like you think about a job it's like you could get laid off tomorrow right mm-hmm. and all of that comes crashing down to the ground but then getting laid off in itself is a closure but i think it's always harder when it comes to letting go in terms of people i think things are easier for me as a person to let go of i personally value relationships i value time with people i value conversations with people whether i've known you for two weeks or I've known you for two years like I think any time spent with a person is like like worth thinking about in some capacity because there's like a human at the other side of it and for me I've always prioritized people and relationship I wouldn't say like over my like I mean I guess there have been points where it's been like at my own expense but in general I find that people are valuable they're important things will be there work will be there and like materialistic stuff will always be there but the people will come and go right like you think about our parents like they're getting older like I want to spend more time with them you're thinking about friendships like being in med school the first two years are like in school the next two are clerkship and then you're out to residency and everybody's going to be spread out for residency but everybody's going to be spread out for clerkship too so we have this like set amount of time where we are together we're able to see each other and like foster relationships that are ultimately going to support you through those tough times so I as a person really value my time and relationships with people so I think for me it's always harder to let go when things come crashing down in terms of people but then should I also then be like building that idea of a person or building that concept of that that castle in the sky as I like to around people right and then then it, we also get into the territory of like romantic relationships and how like it's hard to let go whether you've known someone for a long time or a little amount of time and it's embarrassing when it's a little amount of time but I it's necessary it's <laughs> well it's almost it, but it's also like the context of letting go right like sometimes you're forced to let go like Max. I find especially okay the men right like especially in romantic relationships like things turn so fast in today's dating world like people are literally raised in a barn for the way that they behave right it's like the hot and coldness of it the like doing the most for a couple of weeks to just disappear like I just don't understand I feel like it's so hard to like gauge and let go because you're between like you should give the benefit of the doubt and like assume the best in everyone but at the same way at the same time like i my feelings were hurt so how do you then let go of that right where like it's a net balance like how do you let go in a situation where it's essentially you didn't call the shots or like you didn't it's not on you like you didn't make that choice for yourself Mm -hmm. first of all and second it's just uncertain like how do you let go when it's uncertain do you then like go into your higher power and just like detach like do you practice a life of detachment but then is that a life well lived I don't know oof I don't know either. <laughs> I'm in my philosophy era. I, like, I definitely don't think like full detachment is the answer. But I think what you just said is very key. It's like, I, how do you do it when you didn't have a say in it? And so um, I guess that's where kind of I was like, do you think this is like a common struggle? Or like, are there common things that you find or think like from within your friend circle, my friend circle, those who are in their 20s, are there certain common things that people are struggling to let go of? I say relationships that no longer serve them would be like the biggest one, whether that's like a friendship that's gone south um, or has turned toxic. 
or I think in the dating world, we can talk about that. I think that one is probably like a big one in terms of letting go too. And like, it's weird because I feel like I used to be so fine with this stuff. And then somehow I turned soft in the past year. And now here we are. Like, I just, I'm so embarrassed sometimes of my actions. But I think it's also about like empowering yourself. I feel like every time I'm let down, like I come back stronger and I come back like more focused on myself. And when I do ultimately let go, like there is this like feeling of elation and like, you know, a glow up is coming. <laughs> and I think so to add on to what you said, I think another thing that we all struggle with is like letting go of our old versions, like letting go of who we were. Um, I think that's another one that those in their 20s kind of struggled is because you are not the same person that you were when you were in high school. Like, hopefully you're not. I mean, if you are, hey, <laughs> no judgment there. Maybe you were but perfect to begin with. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I don't know. Um, but there's also that aspect to it, right? Like, I think sometimes, you know, you might have a new opportunity or like to do something new and then, you know, you might sit there being like, oh, I never used to do this, but I'm like, but I want to try this. Like, you know, it's like, I, I never was this girl, but like, let me try this. Like, why can't I be this girl? Right? Like, so I think there is that aspect of like letting go of your old versions. And I think this comes because say, for example, friends who knew you when you were in elementary school, who knew you when you were in high school, right? Like they might reflect and be like, whoa, you were never like this. And like, that doesn't have to be a bad thing. That can just be a good thing of like, hey, you're growing into who you are today. And that is a good thing. Like, I mean, personally for me, like I know that happened because one of my good friends from high school, um, we went on a trip together. And so when we were like, you know, during the trip, she was like, you've come a long way since high school girl, but like it was in a good Aww. way, you know, she was like, you know, you're more sure of who you are. And that's, that's true because like, I was too scared in high school to be who I was. And so I think that's something that's, you know, also empowering, but like, in a weird way in a good way it's like you're letting go you're letting go of your old version and i feel like we're gonna have several checkpoints in our lives where it's like we're gonna keep moving forward and we're gonna have those moments of us letting go of our old versions and i don't see that as a bad thing oh for sure i think it's it's a good thing it's like the snake shedding thing that you had like alluded to i think it's like very good imagery for this but again like that's in your control right like i think that's something that is completely kind of on you for the most part, I'm sure there's external factors involved that might like force you to evolve sooner, if you will. But I feel like that's something that you can deal with on your own. And that's something that you can move forward with on your own. And that's between you and you. Right. And that's it. That's it. Right. Like it's between you and you. And there's no external force that can like prohibit you from letting go. Right. Like you think about the number of women in particular that end up in like like it's easy to say let go but like there's a lot of women in like abusive relationships for instance who like it's not as easy as being like just let it go right like there are forces that pull you back and it's not fully under their control and I think we would be remiss to like not acknowledge that experience like obviously like a lot of what we're going to talk about comes from a certain level of privilege but there's so much that goes south even in friendships that are like toxic and abusive right like all of that exists yeah so actually yeah, as literally what I was going to say was what you just said. It's like life throws curveballs at you. Like life will throw things your, your way. And acknowledging what you just said in terms of like sometimes you can't let go, right? Like sometimes maybe no matter how many times you try, unfortunately, there are external factors that maybe are beyond your control, right? Like so I think um, in the topic of letting go, I think what you highlighted was that we let go of things that we have control over. And I think especially in our 20s, that's all we can do right now is, you know, accepting what we have control over. We don't have control over the other person's actions. We don't have control over the other person's words. We don't have control over what they think of us. 
but what we, what we do have control over is again how we see ourselves how we talk to ourselves right and so i think reminding yourself of that is very important and i i don't even know how to address say for example those who are in abusive relationships to be honest because i'm nowhere near an expert in that area but like my heart does go out to those who can't leave those situations um because yeah i'm sure that is not easy um whether it be even just manipulative relationships whether that's within friendships um romantic relationships relationships with parents whatever the case may be like because that's complicated that is beyond like you know just black and white and so there really is that gray area in those situations and letting go in that specific area of things like yeah i i can't imagine what that's like to be honest i don't know it's, <laughs> it's just sad <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah. so tough. but i think to pivot what can help you kind of get through is a support system right like mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. nothing beats a female friendship I agree. Like a thousand and ten percent, I agree. And also on top of that, sorry, not pivoting back to it, but like connecting what we were just talking about earlier with what you just said, that support system. Like if you do find yourself in those tough situations, like reaching out, like like you said, like whether it be female friendships, whether it be like a confidant that you really trust in, like reach out, like try your best to use that voice, try your best to like kind of get that help in order to like do your best to get out of that situation because you know what at the end of the day that community that support system like they're going to be there to help you they're going to be there to heal you hopefully right and or help you through the healing process because ultimately it does come down to you but female friendships god bless them oh my my heart god like my heart <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but if you are a woman listening to this and or if you are identifying as a man listening to this, just be thankful for the women, for the females in your lives because just know they carry a lot. Like they carry so much you have no idea. Like not only emotionally, but mentally, physically, like they do the most for the people that they care about as well and the complex emotions that we're able to kind of like go through and also just sit with but also like carry and let go of as well at the same time yo I don't know how they do it I I mean I don't know how we do it <laughs> <You're about laughs> but <this. laughs> yeah and so that's what I was like I think about it all the time and I'm literally like it truly is like we really have each other's back like when you find that group of like females who have your back it's a game changer um because they really know how to empower you they really know how to uplift you make jokes out of it call you out on your bs at the same time because you want that like you want authentic people in your life as well right like i don't want none of us want like just only yes people in our lives we want people who call us out on our bs as well and so i think that's so important whether like it gets to a point it's like you really truly have that sisterhood you know what i mean like and so with that, I think that's a huge plus in terms of being able to like let go of whatever it might be. And I think we tend to bring a different perspective into the story as well. So it's like, whether it be like your younger brother, whether it be my older cousins, like whatever, my guy, like my guy friends, like we bring that different perspective. And I think that's where it's like, we understand other women. We understand what's going on in their head. We probably can put ourselves in there like shoes immediately. And we're like, well, you know what? I think I get what she's saying. I think I understand where she's coming from. So it's like, we tend to be able to kind of put those puzzle pieces together and be like, all right, 
we all have different perspectives. We all have different lived life experiences. So I think, you know, being able to share that and like mutually kind of talk about it kind of helps us put ourselves in like one step forward. You know, they're all holding each other's hands type of vibes, hopefully. But there are those like situations where that's not always the case. So that's where it's like, you kind of really do have to find your people sometimes. And I think that's what the twenties are for. Like, you know, like find your people, like find those who, you know, like are going to continue to be in your life because you know, you're going to continue meeting more people, hopefully. Like, you know, like, I think that's part of life. And, like, you're going to have new friendships in your 30s. You're going to have new friendships in your 40s. So, like, I think during that time, though, it's, like, it's important to, like, keep that female friendship. And where I was going with this is one of my good friends as well. So she's married. Um, and I asked her, I was like, oh, like, what are your plans for the weekend? And she literally was just like, oh, like, tonight we're going to have, like, a girl sleepover. And I was like, Aww. stop. I love that. Like, so, you know, she's like, She's like, even like all the married couples, like they make sure or like some of them are single, but whatever, they still make time to have like a girl's sleepover. And I think like hearing that just brought like joy to my heart because I was like, that's really dope. I'm like, I'm so happy that you do that, even though you're married and like you still make time for your girls to like have a sleepover. I was like, let's continue to hear more of that. (laughs) I agree. I think it's just, I've been so fortunate and I think every time I have like I have to let go or I'm in a position to having to let go I am just like I have people to fall back on who are going to be there for me and that's not to be taken for granted right like I would do the same and I think you know part of it is like I feel so lucky to just be in this position to have these people around me but then the other part of it is that work was put into establishing these relationships right it didn't happen overnight of course there are some people that you click with and those friendships are like something that you could cherish for the rest of your life. But for other situations or friendships, you, you like go through an evolution, right. To fundamentally be there for each other. Like when you first meet people, like you're not going to jive with everyone. You don't know if this is going to be your person, but every time I've had to let go, the girlies have been there for me and they've done the most, right? Like it's as simple as taking you out for gelato when you've had a bit of a rough day, right? It's, as simple as like listening to you rant about someone who hurt you when the girlies played no part like and yet they're there to mend your heart every step of the way and like help Mm -hmm. you get better they're ready to egg houses on a daily basis (laughs) I have a friend who's like let's egg their house like no questions asked right like I think we all need that one friend we need that one friend who's that fighter like you know you I think you get one of every single one of them because sometimes like They'll be like, yeah, let's go. Let's fight him right now. Let's go. It's the Edmonton in her. I say that all. <laughs> it's really, she's from Alberta. That's what it truly is. Not um, the Edmonton in her. Like anyone who's outside of Canada will not get that reference. Oh no, I just say it all the time to her. But yeah, I just, I feel like they've been there for me and they've been the sweetest. And it's from the littlest to the grandest of gestures. And I'm a big gesture person, I think like well everybody knows at this point like and a gesture it doesn't have to be like crazy but like as simple as just like bringing coffee because I like you just didn't see me for two days and you were like are you okay like you seem a little bit dissociated to like doing an activity with me to just like giving me that space and time that I need to going on like walks because I love just going on walks and like hanging out and catching up with friends to like 
planning my B-Day a month in advance and starting a group chat for that. Like all of these things, like I just, I'm so grateful. This is just basically a rant of me being grateful for all the friendships in my life and all the people in my life. And I really hope that I'm also able to like give and be there for you in the same way that you have been there for me. So this is now an open ad, open letter, if you will. Um, thank you to everybody. And I just, if I could just be like half as good as a friend as my friends have been, I feel like I've been like, I've done it, you know? Oh my gosh, I'm like literally tearing up thinking about that. I know, that's not like, wait, wait. I don't know. I just like really value friendships. And I think like if you can't be a friend to someone, like there's no other possibility in terms of any capacity. And I just, like I said, I really value like my relationships and friendships. I feel like I've done a lot to like build that. Um, and I just, I don't know, I'm just like grateful. And I'm in my lover girl era, except I'm buying go. myself flowers and my friend's flowers. So I can have us flowers, you know, okay. I, okay. I have a controversial opinion. Like that's a great song, but like, it just, it hits different when somebody else buys it for you, but I have no qualms buying it for myself. Cause like I could show you, I bought those flowers. I'm going to turn my screen for you and they have oh, just, those are so cute, right? Yeah. They're very fall themed. They have like elevated the space. Cause I was in like a type of like a not great mood this week. So I was like, let me just like buy myself flowers and do nice things for myself. And I just like that, just like increased my quality of life. Probably, probably my lifespan too, if you think about it. I was going to say, I want to like echo slash like also sign my name on that letter because I think that was so well said because 100% I think relates to me and like my friendships this year as well, where it's like I could not have, again, gone through the relationships with like everyone around me and like my community. But one thing I was going to say was like, when you said you love gestures, I realized the same thing. I was like, I think the reason why I love it too, and this might be me, me like making the biggest assumption. I was like, I feel like for us, like we're both, again, it's going to come back to the older sibling thing, but like the older daughter thing, I think the reason why we love gestures or like we need it. And I, I definitely need it in my life too, is because we come from fathers who give us like the world. <laughs> so it's I like, we, yeah. Yeah, talked about so this, think, the mango story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the mango story. And I think that's like for both of us. And so I'm like, bro, when I have that in my life, like, and that's why I was like, now I definitely have relationships around me who also bring that to me. And I'm like, it's just the tiniest things. Like, they're so thoughtful. Like my one friend, like, got me these like um super vintage, super cool earrings. Like, and um what they were though is like uh what's it called? They were made from like old like Indian rupees, like, and so she like what? got them yeah that's and so cool. I, was like, I want to see she, this i will find them she gave them to me during a very tough time this year too so yeah. like you know she was like hey i heard about this like and then i was like those are the things that just bring tears to your eyes because you're literally like bro like you're actually surrounded by such amazing people who care about you and you care about them and i think that's what you said is that like relationships we've talked about this too earlier and like in our earlier episodes where we talk about you know relationships in our 20s and that's it's a two-way street right like you're going to match the energy of those who are around you, you know, like you're going to see how thoughtful they are towards you. And that's automatically going to be in your head. So like you're innately just going to be thoughtful towards them too. Like, I think it's one of those things where it's like, you kind of just reflect that light back at them. Right. So I think that's something that's so amazing to witness, like through all of this that we're going through, like we still are reminded of compassion. We're reminded of love. We're like reminded about care. And I think that is, a privilege in itself like you said right like to be surrounded by people like that and like the fact that you know you got emotional is because you feel the same way towards them as they do towards you and I think that I is freaking amazing like I think that's so cool 
with that being said, like, I think my friends continue to raise the bar every day, right? Like, I think about just like, like you think about like new friendships or even like new relationships, like think about romantic relationships, like the bar is so high that like, like, you know, like sometimes like you maybe like settle or like you let things slide when maybe you shouldn't. And like, Mm. I forget how much like my friends have done and like all the things that they do, right? Like, I don't think that I can be with someone who isn't going to be willing to put in that kind of effort. Like we've all raised the bar for one another in a way. And I think why shouldn't we? Because I think the right people out there will see that, will appreciate that and will fit into that system like of things right so I just I I feel like it's almost like a fear it's something I appreciate obviously but then it's almost like a fear because like who is possibly out there who can match these standards and the space that my friends have created from like being so kind to being so genuine and like listening and giving me like all of these things even like our parents are included in this just like this environment that we've built and have been a part of like how do you then even like find someone who can be even like half as good it's just I sometimes think it's not possible and given the pull out there it's not looking good right and you know this too (laughs) when I was um when she was saying when Polly was saying all that like I know people can't see but I was snapping my fingers I was like yes preach it to the choir I think what you said about fears though is like kind of leading to my next question for you which is like what are some common fears or misconceptions that people have about letting go and how can they be addressed or overcome? Well, it's pointed. I think not finding anything better, but if like something wasn't serving you in the first place or if something was making you question you or them, like maybe that's not, that's not what you want. Like I just, I feel like if you were so unsure and like you ha- you were continuously guessing in a relationship, whether that's like a friendship or a romantic relationship, like it's clearly not it. Like it shouldn't give you more distress than it gives you like joy, right? Like there's a fine balance there, especially early on, right? Like during that like talking phase or during that dating phase, like if you're feeling more distress and I think like friendships also go through like a talking and a dating phase, if you think about it, before they become these like diehard relationships. Like oh, yeah. it's just one of those things where you have to know that like letting go is probably better than keeping this thing going and there's like so much ego involved in not letting go right it's like why should I let go that's almost like a like a hurt to your ego especially when like the other party is like in a way Mm -hmm. not reciprocating or is it's not in your control as you mentioned like it's an ego thing and it's like the sunken cost fallacy where you're like well, like I've spent so much time talking to this person. Like I want to see this through. Like, no, you don't move on. (laughs) Like it's not worth it. If they're giving you distress or if they're making you question you move on. That's one fear that like, I'm not going to find anything better. Like you are babe. Like, come on. (laughs) That's one. I never say babe, but like, I just like, one of my friends always does. And I just feel like I was just possessed by her personality. It's the same friend who would throw eggs at people's houses for me. We love number one. Yeah, we love it. Um, Number one is that. Uh, Number two is just like attachment, just comfort, right? Like unwillingness to maybe um, be uncomfortable. But I think there's so much growth in that discomfort. So that's the second one. Um, And I think my final one in terms of fears would be like being alone. 
right? Like mm. just not having anything, like whether that's work, right? Like abandonment essentially, right? Feeling mm-hmm. abandoned by like a thing or a job or a person, like all of those things I think are very real fears. And again, like these are privileged fears. Like, you know what I mean? Like we're coming from this, like, I just like have to acknowledge that in this episode, like there's so much worse in life. Uh, but I think those would be mine. How about you? The big one I think that you said is just the unknown of like knowing that like there is better out there. I think that concept of, uh, I think it ties in with self-doubt, right? Like it's you being like, is there anything better out there? Like, you know, is this the job for me or not even the job is like, is this the career path for me? Is this the relationship for me? Like, is there more, like, do I stay in this comfort zone? So really everything that you said, but the one thing I wanted to remind myself is like when I was hearing you say this is we're still young. Like this is called high in our twenties for a reason. Um, and I think part of that is like, regardless, like, sorry, I'm sorry. Even if you're in your thirties, you're still young. Like if you were to be, I think talking to anyone who is about the age of 60, they will tell us like, you guys are still young. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think we tend to stress ourselves out. And so I think in us not willing to let go, really, we're just slowing ourselves down, right? Like, and I think that's part of where, you know, us reminding ourselves like, hey, we still hopefully have more life to live. You know, we still have more mistakes to make. We still have more lessons to learn. But at the same time, it's like, how am I going to get there if I'm still closing this tight fist? Like, you know, if I'm holding on to this like grip of like, you know, this isn't it. Like, I want to hold on to this. Like, I want to hold on to the past. And it's like, you're really clouding yourself from seeing the future. But that is a real fear. Like, I I get it. Like, I think at the same time, it's like that fear of not knowing, you know, like, is there something better out there for me? So um, you mentioned three things. It is really hard for me to think of three unique things based on what I Oh, no, it's fine. I mean, I went first, so I had the advantage. Yeah. But I think to your point of like, like being not able to see the future because it's like now clouded, it's almost like you can also take those like things that you have or the past things that you're not willing to let go of and build a future out of that. Or maybe like you're attached. There's a certain attachment to that version of things working out or unfolding, whether that's a particular job or a career or that person. Like there's this almost like you had mentioned earlier you built out this like future with it right so in your mind like you haven't lived in the present and addressed how Mm -hmm. things are in the present um and you've like moved on (laughs) to like can we just take a moment can we just take a moment even us during this conversation we talked about the past and the future but we didn't talk about the present and i think dang like that's part of also the letting go process is maybe to also just be in the present like focus on the present moment focus on the time that you have at hand make those memories you know what i mean like use this as a time to continue to self-discover and i know we've said this several times throughout this conversation but i think that's part of you know us (laughs) of us just learning how to self-discover and how to move forward because Self-discovery is so important at any point of our lives, but like since this is China 20s, we're talking about how self-discovery is so important during our 20s and letting go of old habits, you know, bad habits and building new habits and just kind of like pushing forward with that, I think is something that we are both very excited for. We hope that our listeners are excited for because letting go is hard, y'all. Like we get it. We know that it's hard and I think ultimately it comes with fears. It comes with misconceptions. But at the end of the day, I want to say that 
you're gonna be okay like Polly just said like girl or a guy or whoever like you are going to be okay and i think we're saying this as you but i think we're also talking to ourselves during this time and just being like i'm gonna be okay like we're gonna be okay and this is a learning process and we're here to kind of just I don't really have a word for it, but like, I guess truly get dirty and <laughs> down and dirty and Sharon's words. Yeah. But um, ultimately at the end of the day, y'all letting go is, is scary. And I hope that you take the steps to be brave and let go of whatever is no longer serving you. If you take away anything from today's podcast, I think it's just more so let go of things that are no longer serving you because we are both going to try to do the same. That's not saying let go of the memories. Like it can just be like, you can still have those there too, but it's more so of letting go of things that are no longer serving you and be present. I'm not going to say look forward to the future. I'm going to say be present. That is going to be my little tidbit for myself today is just be present be grateful do your little gratitude journal because i think Mm -hmm. that ultimately will also help you in letting go is just bringing that aspect of gratitude into it as well so i agree i don't know if you have any closing thoughts no i think you covered it well i think even like letting go is obviously easier said than done context dependent um even if it's like an audit right like even if it's like okay like what is not serving me right look into the aspect of maybe your work like are there certain like coworkers or certain tasks that you think aren't actually contributing to the work that you're doing because there's mm-hmm. a lot of that in workplaces are there uh, certain like social relationships that are no longer like the ones for you are there romantic relationships that or like elements of romantic relationships that are not serving you are there your own habits that are no longer serving you so just even if it's like just taking a look and doing an audit and seeing okay like what is working for me and what isn't like what can I shed off to evolve and be a better version of myself you know what I think in terms of tangible actions for our listeners I think it's more so doing that audit so We encourage everyone to, you know, grab that piece of paper, grab that journal and do a little gratitude moment, do a little moment of like, what can, you know what? I love that the snake analogy made it through this entire podcast. It's so good. (laughs) So we're going to shed that old skin. So I think that's what we're encouraging everyone to do um, from this episode. So we hope that you enjoy it. We hope that you give us a good rating. Feel free, again, always, our DMs are open. Um, Let us know what you think about this episode. Give us a follow, a follow, Mm -hmm. at China20s on Instagram. And like always, feel free to leave a review and comment and like and subscribe. So thank you everyone for joining us today. We hope that you have a wonderful rest of the day, night, whatever time you are listening to this at. And we will see you next time. Bye.